0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Here on Blog Talk Radio, this is your host Jim Ventura. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, if it's the first time you're tuning into the show, uh, I am a uh, I'm an oracle reader, an author, a teacher. Uh, I am an astrologer, neurologist, I work with tarot, runestones, quite a few different types of oracles. Uh, I do, uh, I've been doing this work for many years. I do private sessions for people uh, here in my home office in Phoenix, as well as by phone. And I'm also an author, and I have been uh, doing the Snake Oil column uh, since 2003, actually. In fact, we'll be putting out the first uh, volume. One of uh snake oil in uh, about another month or two uh first five years of the show so uh again, if it's your first time tuning in uh a little bit about uh, what we're gonna do today also uh as well as the basic format of the show uh we again we've uh last couple of shows uh we're here every Thursday. I have actually been talking about the Viking rune stones for people who are interested in Working with the runes and wanting to learn how to use them, kind of a great oracle to, to work with because it's a little easier to learn than something like the Tarot. Uh, and also really, really beneficial at multiple levels. So we'll talk a little bit about that and also uh, continue on. We've actually gotten pretty much but halfway through, a little more than halfway through, talking about all the runes. And then in about 15, 20 minutes, I'm going to open up the phone lines. And if we have any questions about uh the runes or any other metaphysical subject, or even if you want a free five-minute mini-reading, you're welcome to uh, call in. And I'll put that phone number up in about 15, 20 minutes. I want to cover a little bit more of the rune material that we started on. So the runes are, again, they're Viking oracle been around for a really really long time uh if you buy a set of runes in a bookstore or metaphysical store or order them online, uh you'll probably get the uh book that comes with it by uh, Ralph Blum, which I highly recommend. I would actually even look for that to make sure that book is part of the uh the set uh the interpretations uh just really one of the best you'll ever find so kind of make sure you look for that uh when you when you buy your rune set you can also make your own set of runes uh as well which is really cool uh, i made uh some out of clay some years ago and um they they're, they're really personal that way but, but you know but don't hesitate to buy your own set in a store you know absolutely nothing wrong with uh a store bought set uh, usually they'll put give you a bag to put them in. You may want to keep them, you know, around you personally, like in your room or by the bed for a couple of days, just so you can find a way to tune into them. You know, also I always tell people, you know, when you have an oracle, whether it's tarot or runes or anything, you know, often get them out of the plastic box or things that they come in. Find a kind of more comfortable bag or a piece of cloth to put them in. And, uh, you know, and and be honorable with them. Don't, you know, don't let people play with them or, you know, I, I was in someone's home once and they had them sitting on the coffee table for people to randomly pick, which I guess is nice maybe at one level, but she ended up talking about how she ended up losing a lot of them along the way. So, you know, these are a couple of really simple things to, to consider but certainly uh, worthy of consideration. Again, it becomes kind of like an extended part of you, so you want to really want to honor those things when you work with them. So we were talking about the specific individual runes, and I've had gone through about the first uh, 12 or 13 or so, and so I'm going to continue on with that uh, for a little bit see how many of these we can finish up with, and then I will, uh, again, I will put the phone lines if anyone's catching the show live and wants to call in and has any questions or comments. We'll be able to do that in just a little bit. Okay. You also can ask questions in the chat room if you would like as well. So, uh, uh, again, that'll be another angle to take, although if you answer questions in the in the chat room, Know that I'm kind of a. It's a little difficult for me to talk while typing, so I probably won't. uh, won't, I'll answer on air. So hopefully you're doing both. And by the way, you know, if at any point I have people tell me this, the show goes out uh, where you are not able to hear anything. Just hang up and then and then you know sign back in. Uh, That would definitely be uh, your best bet. Uh, sometimes it does happen where people tell me that that the sound blocks out. So if that does occur, just like I said, pop back in again, and that should reboot it. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with my end here. Um, you know, I, I, again, it's the technical information on the site itself. Okay, so we're going to start uh, by continuing to talk about the Viking rune stones. We're actually going through these on an individual basis to give everyone an indication if you're following along with your own set of runes or you're just listening out of curiosity. Um, it's some good information to have. Uh, you'll, you'll get a lot of insight as we talk about these, though, of course, we have to be brief. Um, I've had a couple of people jumping in and out of the chat room. I want to uh, welcome my friend Barb Heinemann. And also Karen Kinsey to the chat. Welcome, guys, or ladies, I should say. Uh, I think guys is just a general terminology, uh, <laughs> a general term to use to, to call anybody. Uh, a couple of years back I was working part-time at a restaurant, and uh, one of the other waitresses would notice that sometimes. I said When I walked over to a table, I said, you know, how are you doing, guys? And, um, and she said to me, you know, I really think it's offensive that you say that. And I was kind of like, what? She said, "You know, you know, it's 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 too familiar. It's you know, there's also women, you know, say folks. You should say something like folks, or and I was like, oh man, you're way over, you're you're way overthinking the situation. It's one of those words I think that just kind of is just a friendly kind of a friendly kind of a word. And I always think when I when I if I say the word folks, how are we doing, folks? You know, to me, the word folks always sounds like you're 117." Or something, you know what I mean? I guess it's more honorable, but it sounds um, odd. So again, very unnatural. So that's what we call a Sagittarian side note. Anyway, so again, we're talking about the rune stones, the Viking rune stones. You know, if you're looking to learn uh, to read your own oracles, uh, the runes are definitely an excellent tool to pick up. So I will reiterate that. Uh, we had talked about uh, up to well, I think the last rune we talked about was rune number twelve, and it was the rune of joy. Very nice rune to talk about. So today we're going to start off with uh, rune number 13, which is called Jera. And this is a rune that has no reverse position. Uh, it just is, it looks the same way in either direction. Uh, and it means a harvest, a fertile season, one year. So, you know, Jera is a reminder that whatever activity or endeavor you are committed to, in this case, is likely to bring uh, positive results, um, that there are beneficial outcomes on the way, the idea of one year often does symbolize that it may take some time before you see the harvest, the reaping. Although, you know, sometimes we don't need to take that literally. One year could mean a month. It can mean other things, depending on the context of your question when you're asking a an oracle. But it does offer encouragement of success. So uh, this is kind of a success rune associated a bit with the color gold. Um there's an interesting thing that Ralph Blum writes about in his book in, in explaining this when he says, be careful, uh, remember the old story about the farmer who was so eager to assist his crops, they went out at night and tugged on the new shoots, meaning that, you know, sometimes we have to be careful that we don't get impatient and we don't, um, you know, kind of mess the system up. You know, an interesting little point here that I would make also is that the the reason 90% of people fail in endeavors, whether they be business or relationships or or things, is because often when we're right at that point, we're about to turn the corner and become successful. Uh, We'll often sabotage it or go into fear or kind of screw things up or go into real, real doubt. So uh, that's actually one of the reasons why a lot of times people don't move from one point to the next in terms of success because of that that tendency as human beings to do that. Uh, You know, sometimes something deep inside of us isn't willing to accept the new prosperity. So definitely something to contemplate. So this is a very positive rune, again, referring to the idea of of a a beneficial outcome. Uh, The 14th rune is called Cano. It means opening fire and a torch. And in its upright position, um, it represents the idea of, um, you know, often opening up to something new, uh, it can be a new job, a new relationship, um, you know, the idea of receiving something new in one's life. Um, it also can act as a trigger. They kind of use the reference of a torch, meaning you have a new light, a new way of seeing things, a new perspective. You may trigger other people in relationship. And uh, Awesome Rune really bringing the idea that, that, that something new is entering into the picture, that you're seeing things more clearly. Um, and, uh, in its reverse position, if you pull it reversed, it suggests the idea that there may actually be, you needing to let go of something, the end of a relationship, a situation, a partnership, or even just a part of yourself, um, that is no longer appropriate to who you are now, um, and that if you hold on, uh, you might be, you know, it might represent a loss of opportunity, um. You know, cano-reverse kind of reminds us that we need to give up the old gladly um, and not be seduced by the momentum of old ways. You know, I had a, a client once, I used this as a great example, this rune. once I was working with and we were talking, and she had been uh, divorced for about six years, and uh, her husband would come every couple of weeks over to the house on Sundays, and he would mow the lawn and still sort of take care of many things around the house, even though they were no longer together, which sounded good on paper. Except uh, they would often sleep together when when he would come over, and then you know one of her questions was why would, she had not met anybody or had or found a new relationship, and uh, that's talk about being seduced by the momentum of old ways. Uh, you know maybe that really is not the best thing to be doing if you're opening yourself up to something new. So not not a judgment. Uh, you know this isn't a a moral issue. It, it's just an ethical one about what you feel is right. Um, so you know, sometimes we have to be careful again that we're not we don't get pulled into an old pattern because it's familiar, even if it's not good. Uh, we've all done this, so it's it's that good reminder uh, in that respect. Okay, so we're going to continue on here. I noticed a lot of people jumping into the chat, so um, welcome everybody. Uh, welcome Mustang Sally. I like that handle. Welcome the other two guests and anyone else who may be listening live. Uh, another ten minutes or so, I'm going to open up the phone lines here. If you guys got questions, you're welcome to uh, call in or answer at those in the chat room or even chat amongst each other. I won't be offended. Uh, okay, so uh, again, welcome everyone to the show. Um, and, and, of course, everyone who listens later on in the archives. Uh, okay, so 15th rune is called Tiwaz. It's a warrior rune. It has an upright and a reverse position and it's upright position. They kind of call this the rune of the spiritual warrior, Um, he uses an excellent analogy that always the battle of the spiritual warriors with the self, meaning that when we recognize really there is no outer enemy, it's often really figuring out what we need to do. Um, This rune kind of represents a sword, the ability to cut away what's no longer working in our life. Um, It also can represent the idea of, of cutting away while having patience at the same time. We often have far more Power and ability inside of us than we know, and the warrior rune is really about us getting in touch with uh, those aspects of ourselves and and recognizing that you know there's often work to be done. Um, this was the the glyph that warriors painted on the shields before battle, so there is an element of that that can come into play here. But again, remembering that idea, uh, battle always oh, is battle of spiritual warriors with the self. Um in reverse position, it can kind of remind us that um ill timed action or poor planning um can can sometimes wreak havoc uh you know we may grieve over an association or relationship that's short lived uh but rather than grieve, we really need to look at whether there was trust and confidence in the situation um or are we are we getting caught up in the idea of wanting to manipulate someone to our, what we want from them or a situation as opposed to, uh, you know, kind of going with the flow of things. And also, uh, you know, that uh, sometimes we just really need to kind of, again, look inside ourselves and, and understand, uh, you know, what, what the blockage is internally in that respect. Uh, so this is a rune that still represents an idea of cutting away. Uh, But again, sometimes, you know, sometimes that can be a little painful uh, in that respect, but still beneficial. Okay, 16th rune is called Birkana. It means growth, rebirth, and a birch tree in a separate position. This is kind of a fertility rune. It means growth is occurring. um, That's a rune that leads to blossoming and ripening. Um, Sometimes we have to really look into something and clean all the dark corners But that said, uh, if we're modest, we're patient, we're fair, generous, and we let go of resistance, then um, a blossoming will occur. You know, there'll be growth. There'll be some kind of movement in our life in a positive way. Reverse position, growth reverse, suggests that sometimes situations or aspects of character can interfere with the growth and the movement in our life, He uses an excellent word here. He says, uh, you may feel dismay at failing to take right action, but rather than dismay, what it's called for is diligence, meaning, you know, sometimes we just have to kind of look deeper into the situation, um, and uh, sometimes we just can't really act at that time. Uh, He has a reminder here, too, that, you know, in order to solve a situation where, you know, growth is reversed, sometimes we just have to recultivate the soil, you know, to try that hard, um and um and then the growth will occur inevitably anyway okay uh let me say hello to we got a couple of other people jumping in and out here so uh welcome everybody um in the uh chat room welcome uh, Michelle as well um okay so I have a question here so I'm going to take a break and answer that barb heineman asks um in case you're not you know listening live and you can't see these chat questions I repeat them Barb asks, uh, do you recommend making your own runes or remember when you made yours? Now that I have the time, I want to start learning any book recommendations. Okay, yeah, uh, uh, making your own runes is an awesome thing to do. Um, I talked about this, I think, on the last show or the show before that, but I'll repeat this again uh, for everyone else listening now. If you want to make your own set of runes, you don't have to be like an amazing artist to pull it off. As long as you know what the runic symbols are and the symbols and you get a rune book, you can make your own runes. Uh, you know, I bought a set of runes and used those as a guide to making my own set for myself. Actually, now I have two sets. But I, I tend toward the ones that I made. So what I recommend for making them is um, uh, buy Sculpey. Uh, you can find it in most hobby stores, Michael's, Crafts, things like that. It's not expensive. It's a form of clay. Um, mold out and cut and shape um, you know the 25 runes make an extra by the way or two because you might screw one up so don't do don't make I've heard people do it they made the exact amount they needed and then they lost one or or made a mistake on one and they were like oh man I gotta go through the whole process again so make an extra one or two Um, after you, you shape them and try to get them as evenly shaped as you can uh, you'll bake them in the oven for like 15 minutes. All this info is on the back of the box of the Sculpey, by the way. Um, it's really easy to do. You don't need a kiln or anything that dramatic. Um, and then get some sandpaper and just sand them down so they're a little bit smoother. Um, you know, it can take a little while to do this, but it's a pretty awesome thing to be able to do. Um, sand them down and then just buy, I would recommend, acrylic paint, Um uh, as opposed to other paints by you know color that you like, and you could paint the symbols on just do it slowly you know if you if you mess it up, you can also sand it off before they're permanent uh the runic symbols and um then uh, what I did with mine after I painted them on is I bought um a polymer, which is like a gloss that I put over them to make them all smooth um you can get all these things in an art store, and if you have no idea what I'm talking about, just ask the people in the art store, you know, I need a polymer, I want to paint over these clay on Sculpey. It shouldn't cost you much to do this, and then you'll kind of have your own cool set of runes. Book recommendations, you know, there's a lot of different types of runes, that uh, uh, interpretation books that you can find, information online. you got a lot of options that way, but I always recommend that no matter what other, you know, different types of, of, of runic books that you may pull in, Always track down and get The uh, the Book of Runes by Ralph H. Blum, B-L-U-M. Uh, just the best I've ever found. You know, I have no take in, in recommending his book. I just always do because um, it's, just a, well, it's just well-written. It's sharp. It, I mean, it is just really brilliant. I've used it for years, and I've looked at other runic books, and nothing even comes close. But definitely, if you want to get into this, it it can't hurt to have multiple books and check other things out. I haven't looked on the market as to what's available in probably 10 or 12 years, so there could be some really cool stuff that's popped up around it. But then, definitely look for the Ralph Blum book. So there's the suggestion of making your own, but don't feel bad if you just prefer to buy your own set. But you can make your own pretty easy uh, without any real, real difficulty, okay? Hopefully that answers your question. Uh, Ralph uh, Blum, uh, B-L-U-M, B as in Bob, L as in lemon, U as in underwear, M as in movement, B-L-U-M. That's the name of the author that is probably, you know, the most uh, notable. And and really, again, I know that years ago when you bought a rune set, it usually came with the book from Ralph Blum, but you might have to, to seek it out. So uh, that's who we're looking for. Okay. Okay, very good. We will continue on then. Uh, You're welcome. Um, 17th rune is called Iwas. It means movement, progress, and a horse. It looks like a big M. So it suggests the idea that, you know, sometimes we make physical shifts, we move, um, we get new jobs, our relationships change. Uh, This is a positive rune. It represents the idea that there's some forward movement coming. Um, The idea of a horse is associated with this positive movement, by the way. Um, and uh, the rune suggests that you've often already made some level of movement that you could face the future reassured and and comfortable and be willing to share the good fortune that's coming your way because you've moved forward somehow and in, in a positive kind of a way. So uh, Iwas is a, a rune of movement. So uh, good uh, good, good, positive rune there, the big M. In its reverse position, movement reversed. Sometimes it's not appropriate to move, or there can be things that are blocking us up. You know, he kind of reminds us in the Runic book that not all opportunities are appropriate. Sometimes uh, not taking action is what you are supposed to do. And then in the Ralph Blum Blum book, he uses the famous line, what is yours will come to you. Uh, Great advice. So movement reverse can can be in that recognition that sometimes you need to wait for something to come your way. Okay. Rune number 18, Laguz. This is the flow rune. It's associated with water, with movement, um, that which conducts. Um, He brings up the idea that sometimes unseen powers are active here, uh, powers of our emotional body that move us toward relationships and harmonizing and adjusting so we can have harmony in our relationships. Um, This is associated with the lunar pole, uh, the moon uh, draws us to a union and merging whereas the sun strives for differentiation um, this rune can signal a cleansing time, a shift it makes an association with this rune of it being the uh, alchemist rune uh, the conjunctio or sacred marriage where the hero and heroine live happily ever after you know, this rune really gets us in touch with that part of us that, that believes in fairy tales where things can work out where we can we can have magic, where we can have love, where we can harmonize, where we can um, uh, come to that that place of of, of balance and, and and joy, in that sense. So we got to go with the flow where the water's taking us, so to speak, even if it scares us a little. Flow reversed is kind of a warning against overreach or excessive striving. Um, sometimes we're trying too hard, and we're not ready to go there fully yet. Uh, we may be um, not really trusting our intuition and listening to what our intuitive self is, is reminding us. Um, Lugus reverse reminds us to kind of honor the receptive side of our warrior nature. Okay. Rune number 19, Hagelez: Disruption, elemental power, and hail. Uh, looks like a big H, by the way. And Hagalaz has no reverse position. If you take a big H and you turn it upside down, you still have a big H. So this is an interesting rune to put up mildly. Change, freedom, invention, and liberation. So this is a rune where change is coming. It represents the idea that, you know, the the outer details are less important than the shift of archetypal minds, um, of of recognizing that something needs to change. Um, from a tangible physical level, this can be uh, on the easy side. It could be a rune that represents that feeling of sort of waking up and smelling the coffee, those aha moments when you kind of get it or you realize something that you never saw. Uh, very powerful that way uh and very enlightening uh, unfortunately, it also can take the more darker uh perspective where it can feel like a you know proverbial shit storm where uh, a relationship fails the source of supply dries up you know you lose a job something difficult happens you have an accident um always remember that if it's a if it's a if it's a difficult event there's two things to remember one um the more difficult the event the more there was a need for you to change or shift something so the universe is kind of shaking us up for a reason um also uh remember too that when a storm comes after the storm goes away often there are blue skies and a, a new clarity uh, you can even know this in a very very tangible way when you know after a storm you know after a hurricane comes the often the air, the air feels clean and cleansed somehow so remember that if you're going through some 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 difficult crap that this too shall pass and when it does often there's a new enlightenment and a new new feeling of positive energy once you've gone through that growth process okay so let me see i think i lost my my pages here some of the books that i have are are so old it is bordering on comical because there's like pages all over the place. Uh typical scholar, I have a tendency to hold on to things and books way too long. Okay. We got a couple more runes to talk about. I said I was going to put the phone number up if anybody wants to call in and they have a question they want to ask on uh on air, um about uh what we're talking about today, about the runestones or any other metaphysical subject, or even if they've got a quick uh they want a quick uh question in their own life answered uh, I'll be an oracle forum. Uh, so the call-in number here 646 1-646-200-3966. Again, that's 646 You may need to dial a 1 before that. So feel free to call in, or you can ask a question in the chat room. And uh, in the meanwhile, I will continue on with uh, talking about these particular rune stones. Okay, so we talked about Hagalaz. And now let's move on to Rado. This rune looks like a big R, It means a journey, communication, union, and reunion. So, radar in its upright position reflects the idea that often things have two sides, two elements. Uh, We're on a journey, um, and the journey is uh, whether it's a physical one or an internal one. um, That we're, you know, working on ourselves somehow. That we're uh, working through things so that we can move, remove resistances in ourselves. you know often our journeys are even when you go on a physical journey on a vacation often it's healing so whether it's a physical journey or just a, a journey in life in that sense um you're looking often to to go somewhere in that sense and to move forward so often the journey is about self-healing self-change union um but we can't force the union of heaven and earth sometimes things take a little time um the journey rune reminds us that it can be beneficial to stand apart from like-minded others. You know, sometimes our journeys are our own, and other people might not understand why we're doing something or the way that we're doing it. And um, sometimes we can't share that. It's just something that we we, we do for ourselves in our own way. Um, it's an interesting rune because if you look at it, it looks like an R, and if you take off the R leg, one of the R legs, you see the rune of joy, the big P. So there's an element of joy associated with this rune as well, too. Uh one of the things he, he talks about in uh, the Ralph Blum book is he mentions the idea that a simple prayer for your soul's journey is I will to will thy will, which is kind of a good perspective to take. Sometimes your higher self is steering you and directing you somewhere, even if it doesn't make sense to you. And um, if you could stop fighting it and will yourself to trust where you're being taken, you'll often kind of have a little bit more ease on that journey. Reverse Rado usually points to the idea that sometimes ruptures um, come along the way on our journey. Uh, relationships might go through fights or difficulties or confusion. Um, sometimes the road we're on gets screwy. Um, detours, outcomes may elude you. Um, yet he reminds us that even the detours, the inconveniences, disruptions, the problems, you know, the crap that we deal with sometimes along the way are actually rerouting opportunities. We're being rerouted. Sometimes um, that's just what needs to happen. I wrote a piece a couple of years ago about when well, my my dad died, and um, when we went back for the funeral, my sister and my uh, brother-in-law, um, I had pulled a rune and I pulled radio-reversed, and uh, it was literally a series of sabotages. The airport was screwed up. We ended up sitting at the airport for eight or nine hours, we didn't get in in time to go with my sister to drive from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, to Myrtle Beach, where my mom lives. And but we made it eventually. And it, it was like it was it was a series of ridiculous problems. I was supposed to speak at the funeral for my dad during the funeral mass, and then the uh, then the priest never called me <laughs> up. I had a speech prepared, and he never even called me up during the mass. And but then we went back to the clubhouse. Where my parents live, Uh, they don't live in a clubhouse, but they live in a retirement village, and uh, they made all kinds of food for us, and it was all their friends there, And, and one of my siblings said, why don't you go and say what you were going to say at the church here, and I said it there, and it couldn't have been more perfect, it was just the best thing to say, it was the right place for it. So, you know, I always say whenever you're getting screwed along and and you feel like you're you're getting messed up, rather than buck up against it, definitely find the humor and realize that sometimes you're being routed that way for a reason, even if it doesn't make sense. So, you know, don't stress about it. There can be some real some real benefits that way, uh, if you can if you cannot get so frustrated by it. I always like to laugh when things are really stupid anyway, because I think it just saves you a lot of agony in that sense. Um and it's very healing laughter and humor. Okay, room number twenty-one, Turisaz. Um Place—it's uh, a gateway, place of non-action. It's associated with the god Thor. Uh, okay, so when we look at the the gateway rune, um, you know this rune is kind of like a place of pause. Um, it's that recognition that we're we're looking to look inside ourselves to really, really move to another level. Um, but there's a reminder about it being a place of non-action. Um, sometimes we need to go somewhere clearly internally before we're ready to to move forward. We may even need to look at certain aspects of ourselves that might be blocking us along the way. He uses an analogy, um, a kind of a visualization for this rune, to visualize yourself standing before a gateway on a hilltop. And you're to turn around and look behind you and look at everything, your life, the past, everything you've come from, uh, see it all, bless it all, then release it all, and then then step through the gateway um, toward the future. So that pause is necessary sometimes uh, in that way. We might need to go through a process of review before we kind of move to that next level. And that's what this room represents. In its reverse position, there's a little bit of a warning here. He kind of suggests that as you move forward, sometimes there are halts, um, reasons to halt along the way, uh, integrating the new um, while reconsidering the old, that you could take advantage of the halts. There can be a little bit of a a reminder that if you're having difficulty in your process, to not suffer over your suffering. The word suffering originally meant undergoing. So um, we have to remember that we don't get trapped into the martyr thing about what we're going through. There's a little bit of a warning in this room about hasty decisions could cause regrets. Um, We might deceive ourselves about our motives, you know, do something that we might later on regret. Impulses must be tempered by thought for correct procedure. Um, We may need to pause a little bit longer before we we get frustrated and and act in a way that could uh, prove to not be beneficial. Okay, rune number 22, Degas, it means Breakthrough, Transformation, and Daylight. No reverse on this rune. It looks like kind of, I don't know, butterfly maybe. Well, maybe not a butterfly. Uh, Anyway, I don't know if you're following along looking at these. Um, But by the way, you know, all the shows will go to archive. So uh, if you do get runes and you want to go through these again, you can always listen on the archive about what these runes are about. So this is a you know it means this breakthrough transformation a day this is a breakthrough rune it means a uh, 180 degree turn uh, you've, you've you've you figure something out um, it can represent a period of prosperity of things going well of things being positive and beneficial um, we may not know exactly how it's going to go but we can get a feeling somehow that we're meant to kind of take a risk to make a shift to make a change in our life, and um, generally this rune is kind of a, a reminder that there's been some type of a breakthrough. It does have a little bit of an association with the, um, the judgment archetypal symbol in uh, the tarot where we see the clouds parting, um, but a very positive rune. It has no reverse. It just represents some type of breakthrough is happening, some type of shift, some type of movement forward in that way um, internally and, and usually also externally. Okay, we've got a couple more rooms to cover, but I have a call, so I'm going to actually take the call here uh, since we got a little bit more time here. Okay, let me see if I can get you on the air here. All right, let's see what we're doing here. Okay, 617. Uh, hello, 617, you are uh, on the air. Hello? Hi, Jim. Hi, Jim, it's Michelle. Hey, Michelle, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, good. I, I was actually uh, just wondering if you could pull a room for me. Sure. All right. Let's see yeah. what we can do. Hold on. Let me find my runes here, and we'll see what we get. Um, you know, what I usually suggest with this is, you know, take, you know, have a question in your mind in that sense. and okay. I'll see whether I can kind of link with that. Um, okay. Sometimes people will say, well, I'm not sure what to ask. I'm always like, well, um, you could always ask um, just what you need to know right now. Okay. Okay. So I pulled the big H, so this is Hagalis. You know, it's funny because I had a feeling when I was talking about that before that I was going to talk about this again. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's get a little more info on this. Okay, so Hagelaz is um, it means uh, it means uh, disruption, elemental forces, hail. So, you know, again, there could be a, a more difficult side to this rune. There can be an easier side to it. Let's talk about the easier side first. You know, sometimes we. You know, we go through this period where, again, I use the analogy that we are uh, kind of waking up and smelling uh, the proverbial coffee. We're Mm -hmm. figuring things out. We're seeing things from a different level. We're having kind of an awakening or new awareness in that sense. So it could be that you're just going through that process of of seeing things differently than you have before. Um, And that's certainly a positive. Even though, even in its positive, sometimes what we're seeing may be... um, sometimes a little difficult mm-hmm. in that sense for us to us to grasp. But, again, there is kind of a, a positive element here. And if you're going through any real difficulty at this sense, if you've gone through some difficulty recently or you're feeling some things that aren't working the way that you want them to necessarily, also realize that often that's kind of like a process that you're going through. Again, that, that the storm came in order for you to... Move to the next thing in that sense that it was meant to kind of clear the landscape somehow, mm-hmm. so does that make any sense right now to you? yeah, it does, <laughs> yeah, because um, usually it does and again, I always say you know Hagel isn't necessarily an easy rune, um mm-hmm. it can often represent um that that feeling like I said, like you know sometimes it's it feels like you're forced to being uh, you're forced to wake up um. You know, I've had experiences with this rune where it's just been, like, I mean, that proverbial wake up and smell the coffee thing when I realized, like, a friendship or a situation wasn't what I thought it was or, you know, that I was doing something the wrong way and I needed to kind of change it. Um, You know, I even once had a car accident um, and pulled this rune that morning. So it was, but, you know, it was was interesting because I had that car accident and I was so angry at someone. Mm -hmm and lo and behold i went out in the world and i got hit by a car so i just thought about that i was so angry i wanted to hit someone and i won't lie i really did <laughs> and then <laughs> i got hit so one yeah. of the things that i was do now is i anytime i get really angry at someone i'm always like nope you don't get you don't get to have me get this way i'm never <laughs> going to get that pissed off again i don't want any more car accidents you know i mean uh you know if something isn't coming the way that you want it to it's because it's not meant to be in that sense so anyway um hope that's a help that helped. Yeah. Thank okay. you, Jim. Like I said, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so we had a little I, – I, I always wish I could talk longer, but we have to be realistic about the time. I've only got about seven more minutes. So um, Mustang Sally asks, is there a way you can pull a rune for each in the chat? So that's a good question. There's only three of you. We pulled one for Michelle. I'll pull a quick rune for everybody and give you guys something to contemplate on. Um, and then um, – Let's see, so let's start with uh, Mustang Sally first, since she asked. Uh, So for Mustang Sally, the rune that got pulled was the rune of self. So it means like you you might feel like you're going to a place where you're starting over again, or you're beginning something new. Uh, The self rune Manaz Upright reminds us that um, a correct relationship to yourself is primary, for from it flow all possible correct relationships with everyone around you so um it's really a rune about staying in the moment and um beginning again and taking a new approach to things and finding that joy in life of of not looking so much for an outcome but just the enjoyment of um being and doing what you do the task for its own sake in that sense he uses a beautiful analogy here where he says be in this world but not of it and uh And Yeah, perfect. So she's saying in the chat room that she's moving to another state. So, yeah, perfect example. And realize, I I think, like I said, you're all probably interconnected here. The messages in each rune are probably for all of you, too, at some levels. So um, that's great. You're moving to another state. Yeah, you're starting over again. Very positive rune. It really means a new beginning in that sense. And, okay, so let's see what we get for Barb, for her rune right now. Okay, so Barb's rune is a rune of protection. Um, upright. So it suggests that you need to be aware that you may need to put up some protective energy around you in that sense. Sometimes people um, or things will try to, you know, suck the life force out of us a little bit. Um, the protection rune is a positive one. He uses the uh, analogy of be either like the uh, curved horns of the elk or the um, uh, movement of the grass that the animals see, meaning that sometimes you got to put up a protective horns around you in that sense to make sure nobody messes with your energy. Or sometimes the you know the idea of the um, warning rustle, the sedge grass, um, the other approach to protecting yourself is, you know, if there's difficulty or problems hovering around, maybe you can get the hell out of there for a while. You know, <laughs> I have a notorious tendency to always avoid conflict, whenever possible, because it's kind of an innate knowing that if something's difficult, I don't want to be around for it in that sense. The other thing the protection room reminds us is, you know, if you're feeling any difficulty or if you're having a difficult time um, in any type of a process, um, realize that this too shall pass. You know, we we feel a certain way only at certain times and we sometimes will collapse ourselves um, into the highs and the lows, which protection reminds us not to do that. Don't protect. Don't collapse yourself into the difficulty. By the same token, don't collapse yourself into things if they're going well. Um, it's a realization of trying to maintain a little bit of a healthy evenness in that sense. So this rune acts as a protective shield in that sense. Okay, so that was Barb's rune. Um, so uh we had the rune of Manaz for Mustang Sally, the beginning. Uh Michelle's rune was Hagelez, meaning uh, she's going through some type of a shift or a change or a wake up. And then uh Barb's is uh the rune of protection. So again I would say there's probably a little message in each rune for each of you at the same level as well. Okay. So let me talk about these last couple of runes. Um we've got rune number twenty three is called ISA I mean stand still. Um Withdrawal and ice. Sometimes we're just um, we're just at a, at a phase where nothing's happening. You know, the winter of the spiritual life is upon us. We we have no movement. Um, it's winter. You know, it's just like you know what has been full must be emptied. We have to go through that process in that sense. Positive accomplishment may be unlikely. Um, look at whether you're trying to push up against something in that sense. A standstill is a reminder that. The seed of the new is present in the shell of the old uh you know, trust your own process springs around the corner you will you will grow, you will move forward, don't keep fighting the standstill sometimes going within and retreating with is awesome, exactly what you need to do and feels and can feel very good so that is rune number twenty three all right did I get those my order no, I got those right twenty three and then the twenty fourth rune is rune of wholeness of wholeness looks like the Superman signal. It has no reverse position. Um, it means life force, the sun's energy. It's associated with uh, the uh, sun gazing, you know, taking the life force of the sun in and, and, and following our life path and being who we are, seeking after wholeness. You know, he reminds us in this rune that, um, I always like this line, he says, uh, he says uh, and yet what, what you're striving to become in actuality is what by nature you already are. You know, if you're meant to be a dancer or an actor or a performer or a mother or anything, you already are that at some levels. You just have to convince yourself that you're going to be able to do that. Now I think that's why we go to school. We go to school to become what we already are and give ourselves a degree in it in that sense. So this room, of course, is associated with really some positive energy and and, and opening yourself up to be giving the gift of yourself to the world from that angle. Last rune is the blank rune, originally in the sets because it was meant to be a spare blank. And uh, when you pull the blank rune, can rune it in its own right, uh, no reversed, obviously. It means that you are uh, meant to, uh, you know, there's a karmic lesson um, around. There's a familiar thing that you're working through again. But it also can bring up the idea of um, that blank piece of paper. What are you going to write next in your life? Um, what is your new plan? So the blank rune brings um that idea of that, you know, this rune is both pregnant and empty. <laughs> you know, it's got potential in it, and then you have to empty at the same time kind of a duality. Okay. We did good. We got through all those in the last minute. Okay, so that's all of the runes that I wanted to cover. So we got another minute here. So uh okay. Um if you have more questions about this, um absolutely if you're not already getting my mailing list, sign up for the snake oil blog on uh on, on google and uh or you can just email me at adventuresaj at yahoo or VenturaWords at mac to get added to the monthly newsletter mailing list it is free um and uh you know if you want information about sessions and books and classes and all things that are on the website as well too that you can find here I will be doing um uh, web classes soon uh, in 2012 because I have a webcam so we're going to set up some some uh, web classes and things in the very near future. So uh, I won't be here next week because I'm going to go to Vegas um, and uh, have a good time but I'll be there the following week. So I want to thank everybody who joined me today. Thank you especially Michelle, Mustang Sally and Barb. Always good seeing you guys. Hope you're doing well where you are. And everyone else who jumped in or was listening live or listening later on, thank you for joining me here at uh, Snake Oil Radio. I'll be back again in two weeks on Thursday for another show. And Best of luck to all of you. And uh, Thank you for all the calls and the comments. Always appreciate it. I always like when people chat in the chat rooms. Okay, awesome. Alright guys, thank you. Have a great uh, day and uh, I'm going to go grab my coffee. (laughs) We'll talk to you next time. Peace out. Jim Ventura.